When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers! Whoa. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back and better than ever. It's January 7th, the night of the Lions finishing up this 2023-2024 season with the victory over the Vikings. They put the pressure on the Cowboys and Eagles uh, to get the two seed. Uh, the Cowboys did accomplish that task, unfortunately, but the Lions will be the three seed and hosting Matt Stafford and the Rams on Sunday oh, night, a week from tonight. Uh, this is wow. I mean, there's just a lot to go over this game, the matchup, uh, or at least our initial thoughts on the matchup. We'll get in more depth later this week. But before we get into all that, let's introduce the Blue Kool Aid crew that is here. I am Big Z. Let's get to the rest of the crew. We got UJ. Hello, everybody. And Bob. Go Lions, baby. So, um, the playoffs. Are nearly said the Bills and Dolphins are playing, but that's on the AFC side. But as far as the NFC, it is all set. San Francisco gets the bye. The two seed goes to the Cowboys. You know, should have been Lions, but oh well. Um, and they, the Cowboys will be playing the Packers right before the Lions game on Sunday. And then the Lions will be playing uh, the Rams, as mentioned. And then the 4-5 matchup is the Eagles traveling to Tampa Bay. So... Wow. Whoa. Uh, it's a really fun playoff <laughs> matchup, especially that Cowboys Packers one, too. It's old head coach versus new head coach and McCarthy. So that's a yeah. matchup. Yeah. But man, the, the Lions <laughs> one's a big one, too. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm saying, well, I, that's the obvious one. That's what I led with. Yeah. But. No, I meant with the uh, the outside stories. I mean, not just because we love the Lions. Oh, oh right, right, right. Yeah. But man, uh, I guess let's start with this game first a little bit. Yeah. Before let's we get into that. that. First of all, first thing I just want to say is that the energy uh, starting this game and throughout the game was could, could, that controlled fury that Dan Campbell talked about, right? UJ, I mean this yeah. this this the fourth field was lit. The team was like just pumped up to the max. I, Absolutely, I you know we still had something to play for in this game. We were still going for the second seed, and you know that's Campbell's philosophy all along with this team. You know. We're, we're going to play to win. We're going to play, you know, we got something to play for. We're going to go out there. And he did. He went out there, all guns a blazing. You know, it was, it was a costly game in the in the injury side. However, you know, a lot of people will uh, give him a hard time for that. But uh, I think Campbell does what Campbell does. And uh, and the players are behind him 100%. So it's the next guy up and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun game to watch. It's nice to see that they came out there to win. And, uh uh, I don't know. It was it was a great game. Uh, I don't know what to say, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have other things to say as we go yeah. along. But uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Bob, your your initial thoughts about the game today? Uh, yeah, it was. I was personally, I was okay with them starting the starters. You know, some people wanted to sit them all, but I like getting that twelfth win and just the momentum going into the playoffs. And uh, it does suck, you know, with the La- Laporta's injury and Raymond, but uh. I, I with you, UJ, that that 
stadium was rocking it's gonna be again oh yeah and uh i'm just excited i'm so happy right now so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean just uh, what a great way to end this this magical season most line most wins in a regular season in lions history with 12 we went over that in the previous podcast just there the, the even just like the amount of double digit win seasons is rare for this uh franchise yeah. let alone this year getting a 12 pretty and it should have been 13 it should have been 13 oh yeah um and there was a lot there uh, i love that skipper caught a pass in this game that was oh, my God. the crowd went nuts <laughs> the crowd was going nuts was <laughs> and then the crowd also went nuts i think when the first time the, the ref announced that he reported eligible oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was on first down too it wasn't even like trying to do some trick thing they well i guess it's tricky but i guess he was like that in first down i but. guess he was eligible receiver on the touchdown to laporta too and they didn't announce it so the, the league continues to be very inconsistent uh yeah yeah <laughs> normally wouldn't you know notice that but after last week's events uh, yeah kind of crazy do now <laughs> um so let, let's start this on the offensive side of the ball tonight let's let's go with some of the positives here because amon ross st brown didn't get the pro bowl pissed off uh he played pissed off uh 144 yards that electric 70 yard touchdown uh thing of beauty just down the sideline in the turkey hole uh beautiful pass from Goff. Uh, and then it was onto the races from there for Amon. Onto the races, but it also required some juking on his part to like get, yeah, 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 get his angles there. It was it was awesome, man. Got a great run. I'm telling you, that guy is Golden Tate 2.0. I, I, every time I watch that guy, I think he's better than Golden Tate. Well, I but... said 2.0 Z. Okay. That's oh. the better version. All right, all right. Golden Tate, Fair and enough. he is a better yeah. version. He's an upgrade, but he's similar in his his traits, the way he runs and. And the way he moves, uh, but yeah, he's like a step above that. He he's something else, man. This kid is amazing, and yeah, he piss him off, keep pissing him off. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. And it's also, big benefit. big shout out to Josh Reynolds. I think he needed 19 yards in this game, and I'm getting 44. Oh. So. Hey, how great was that? The last <laughs> drive, he needed I don't know how many yards, and he just kept feeding him the ball so he can get his bonus. Right. Come on, that was great. That was Fantastic. cool. Five five catches for forty four yards in this game. Yeah, uh, just continues to be a super reliable guy in the clutch. Yep. Um, but, I mean the Lions again just look great. Only sacked once in this game against a you know a, a defense that blitzes over fifty percent of the time. A defense that seems to be figured out. Uh, this Minnesota Vikings team has collapsed defensively in the last quarter of the season, and the Lions have played them two the last three games uh, and really have figured them out. Too bad they're not playing them in the playoffs. Because uh, the Lions only ran the ball 23 times for 70 yards. It wasn't like an electric day on the ground, but it didn't need to be because they had a bunch of explosive plays in the passing game. Uh, right. James Mitchell had a 24-yard catch, so we'll need him to step up in the future probably. Yeah. Uh, that was a nice catch by Mitchell, by the way. That was a big-time catch he made there. Yeah. Off yeah. balance, leaning back. It was a very awkward catch, but he, he made it. And, um, and Donovan people, oh sorry, no, go ahead, no, go ahead, finish. And Donovan story. People Jones only catches the ball in clutch situations, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Two yeah. catches for twenty-five yards. I I believe one of them was on the fourth and one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then Khalif Raymond two catches for fifty yards. Also, great punt return, punt returning in this game. Yeah, fingers crossed That's that he it. comes back. Uh, I I, yeah. I think he's underrated, like the role that he fills, especially the sure-handedness on punt. Because you, I don't know how many times you guys have watched 
like football games this year where the muff punt, muff punt, muff punt, like he is as reliable as, as it gets back there as an all pro returner. Absolutely. Uh, it would suck not to have him back there. I imagine throwing Mon Ra or something back there, but. Oh yeah. Speaking of punt returns, I just had a quick question. I didn't, when they, that line, when they uh, downed him at the one, you could hit the guy like that. I didn't. No, you can't. Uh, they did though. I know they did. They didn't call anything though. Yeah. That's what I was wondering oh, about. That was but, weird. Um, he didn't hit him that hard. I mean, it kind of looked, it wasn't as bad as it looked when they, on the replay, just sort of. Oh, okay. Maybe thought, they just thought it wasn't a big deal. I don't know, but uh, you can't do that. You down the ball right there, and then the guy comes in Jackson. Right. Yeah, I agree. There probably should have been a call, but. I mean, it's no big deal. I was just curious about the rule, because I, I would have thought that would have been a flag, but it wasn't. So, Anyway. Who knows yeah. these days, Bob? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends on yeah. who's playing. If it's Dallas, uh, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, I just want to say something. Yeah, the, yeah. the Vikings played hard. You know, it was, you know, they didn't have much to play for. Their chances of getting in were slim to none. And they played hard. But a touch dirty, and, and I'm sorry, but oh, that, that one play, Amon Ra, was just – I hope that guy gets fined or suspended or something because that was – when he kneeled on Amon Ra on that one play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was with intent, man. You cannot say that wasn't. He was trying to hurt him after the play. Not even knee, like a flying knee jab thing. Uh, With like, his tire weight oh, of his body. Yeah. I mean, he's a like, big guy, too. I don't yeah, know. That was a bunch of, that was BS for sure. Yeah, that was dirty. Um, yeah, yeah they're, they're, yeah, I agree with you, UJ. I think at least Lions fans definitely agree with you that there should be a big fine coming for that or any independent viewer of the <laughs> game, rather. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Go, going back to our offensive side, just I, I thought Jared Goff played a phenomenal game today. He even threw off on the run. Jerry. I think the one to Mitchell, the one you mentioned. Uh, Looked like Mahomes out there. Yeah, fl- flushed out to his left, threw it across his body towards the middle of the field. Yep, that was uh, a great play. Yeah. Fantastic play. We've seen it a, f- a couple times. I, I haven't really seen it from his right to his left. I've seen it him rolling to his left and throwing to his right a couple times because another one that comes to mind. Uh, I believe it was the Bears game. He did it. Or, or no, Saints game. Sorry. To Montgomery, he had one. Like, he was running up the middle slightly to his right. And then uh, or running up the middle, then decided at the last second to throw it off to the right to Montgomery. Montgomery dropped it. But uh, hey, in, th- in this game, though, right. on the fourth and one, yeah. we, he did a, a bootleg to his right. And I think he hit Peoples Jones on that one, right? That was yeah, a- that was right down the sideline. Because it looked like he could have gone for the first yeah. down. And he decided to throw it 20 yards. It was an awesome throw, too, on the run. Yeah. That was great throw. Yeah. No, he played a good game. You guys are right. He's, He's still yeah. his his deep ball is still questionable, though. He he finally Amon Rao's open over the top. He overthrows him. I mean, he's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what's what's going on with that, but a rare a rare deep route throw to Amon Rao. We, we, we haven't seen that. I would say often no. this year. Most of it. Yeah, the they were talking about adding a few this year, but it was very few. They're waiting. Well, to the playoffs. No, but he's yeah. been throwing more. Like, hey, how about that deep one to Raymond on down the left sideline? He dropped a dime on that one. Yeah. It was perfect. He got knocked out on the four or something like that. Four or five yard line. Great pass. That was nice. Yeah. Was I knew nice. overthrew I'm on Rob, but you know, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the line seemed to keep it uh tame back a little bit for Gibbs in this game. Only only 10 carries. Uh we yeah. had a ton of action out of him. Nice touchdown run, of course, though. 
Montgomery reliable. Montgomery is a Montgomery's played in 14 games this year. He has a touchdown in 10 of the 14 games this year. Amazing. Pretty good. Not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the offensive line played great again today. Um, yep. It's almost like you don't, you don't really have like, I have like almost small concern that golf is going to get hit on many of these like downs. It's crazy how reliable they are when they're at full strength. Um, it, it's oh, really yeah. Let's see. It's just not some of those draw plays and stuff. They still struggle. It seems like uh, they let that one guy sort of slip in for the three or four yard loss. <laughs> we had a few of those plays again today. Yeah. Hello, a frustrating. Hey, who's that? That's Red Dog. Red Dog. I had Red. to slip away to get on this pod. I'm too damn excited. <laughs> really quick, Red uh, Dog, uh, your thought on the, the game today. Uh, just your initial oh, thoughts. Oh, man. The first thing that comes to my mind at this game, well, Jared Goff, honestly, but really where it all starts, the trenches. Uh, <laughs> both sides. Our offensive line was stellar today. I mean, you know, the run game wasn't the best it's been, but Minnesota was making a really big point of stop in it. And uh, the pass protection was sublime. Uh, and then that defense, man, like our second rounders are really starting to develop into some dangerous pieces on our defense. Levi with a sack and in on some nice run stuffs and Pascal just really being kind of a menace all around. <laughs> uh, and Aleem, like that D-line was great today. The O-line was great today. The trenches, baby. They, we dominated both sides of the ball there. Yeah, so I guess it's a good time to transition to the defensive side of the ball now. Um, So, you know, this is uh, two weeks in a row where the Lions have given up 12-plus catches to the lead receiver on a team for over 190 yards. (laughs) Uh, And it's concerning. (laughs) It's it's really concerning. They they cannot see – no, they're not facing a CeeDee Lamb or a Justin Jefferson, who are probably two best receivers in the NFL right now. Um, so they're facing some good like, ones next week, though. I mean, yeah, yeah they are. But I wouldn't put Doesn't Cup and Nakua like... at their level, at least Cup of this year at their level necessarily. Doesn't that almost seem like a like like a an expected casualty the way we play defense? Though it seems almost like we can take these massive yard performances, but still play winning football. Like, well, when you're scoring thirty points, you points. can. Yeah, as long as well, they only put up twenty two. I mean, it's not like they tore us apart on the scoreboard. I mean, they put up a lot of yards with Jefferson, but it's not like that reflected, you know, their the ton of yards on offense, really. But it didn't result in a, you know, a lot of points. If That's I good, was, if yeah. I was the Rams, I would just try to get in third and twenty, third and thirty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they're much more likely to convert third and yes. thirty. Unbelievable. That was unreal. Third and 30. <laughs> I know. I think that, like this defense, you can't just play hero ball, bomb ball this defense constantly. I mean, yeah, you can hit us that way, but like, like I, I don't think it was like they were going to just keep going deep for touchdowns to take that game back, which obviously they didn't. Well, you're right, Rudd. The caveat there is that we keep scoring a lot of points. So, <laughs> I mean, so far True, the offense has been up to the task. Yeah, there was that one section of the game where the Lions scored to like pull ahead, and then the Vikings came back in like two plays and scored immediately. Oh, that was frustrating, (laughs) man. But they still kept their heads and won the game. So, but it was frustrating a moment there. Yeah, I mean, this game overall though never felt like it was in doubt. Like I know they put the two back-to-back touchdown drives on bombs basically, but like 
it never felt like the Vikings were going to like come back and take that game from us. It felt like a very just, you know, steady performance on, on every side of the ball with some really excellent plays from every, you know, element of our team. Yeah. And, and again, the line shut down the run relatively today. Uh, a little better performance out of Ty Chandler. De- definitely way better than the last time they played. I think Ty Chandler had 17 yards. Today it's 69, but still. He had, he had a couple good, good runs against yeah, he us. Did have uh, a couple today. Yeah. Um, and Kaminsky didn't play today, uh, which is interesting. But um, Aleem, Aleem looked, I think, pretty solid out there. It was good to yes. see him back for sure, especially in pass rush. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he looked good. But you know the the Rams next week. Not to jump like ahead and you know assess them too much, but they they'll give Kyron Williams 25, 26 carries probably next week. Uh, that that's you know we we're all talking Stafford and Cup and Nakua. The life and blood of that offense this year is the Kyron Williams, the running back. Uh, was when he's healthy and versus not there, uh, they're a much different team. Uh, well, I mean we could ask Jay about that later, but uh. I like where they're at in terms of the run game. Uh, and just it's, you know, like our, our pressure is getting there relatively good today. Yeah. But it's still concerning. We're going up 400 yards passing to Nick Mullins twice uh, yeah. in three weeks. And then Deck, Deck and then CeeDee Lamb getting over 200 plus yards as well. They just have a, the Lions even just built to not give up the explosive play. And they've been giving up the explosive play a lot in the last few weeks. They We've been playing more aggressive. Are creeping up for some, yeah. Yeah, I think they've changed their style a little bit as the season's gone on. Yeah. Oh, they definitely have. That's yeah. for sure. Especially it's so, well, yeah, with the blitzing now, you know, they, they left uh who's at Vildor on an island with uh Jefferson there in that one play. Right. I yeah. Mean, good lord, you know, you, your blitz has to get there. If it doesn't, you're screwed. And they were screwed on that play. <laughs> yeah, these <laughs> NFL receivers are too good. These guys yeah. are just too damn athletic. I mean, even like Sutton, who is very good as a cornerback struggles when he's just left alone on these dudes when they make that break deep route and stuff you know without safety help it's just it's hard and we're being aggressive yeah our safeties are too busy blitzing you know no one was no one was back deep (laughs) yeah safeties came up big at the end of the game though man they did a turnover too uh it was iffy's blitz that caused cam sutton's pick so i mean you you know that kind of ball play you know like you you live by the big for clay you die by it a little bit and so when you're these teams with these studly receiver cores are just gonna get some uh, a few once in a while yeah unfortunately the way our line is built although it's not bad uh, and it's it's getting better. Uh, we still can't just rely on four guys rushing all the time. We we need to throw the, those blitzes in there now to, to give pressure. And uh, but it's good. Like Red Dog, you were saying, we're seeing signs with uh, uh, Pascal. Look, I thought really good today. Uh, Romeo Cora showed up today. Romeo. Thought, yeah, I like yeah. him, man. I like him coming to playoff time a lot. So uh, yeah, he's I mean, really turning it on. There's good signs up there for for our line right now. Oh, yeah. Houston back, and you got potentially the complete set now. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Better than doing if we get him back. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. hopefully. What do you guys think of CJ Gardner Johnson out there today? Mixed bag. Mixed bag. A mixed bag, but I loved it. To get that that guy's that guy comes to play, and he's just so hyped all the time, and. Brings a lot of energy to the defense. That I thought he got better as the game went on, though. I thought he got better as the game went on, personally. 
he yeah. got more in the mix. Like once he took a few hits or gave a few hits, he, he seemed more comfortable back there. And then toward the end of the game, he seemed to be more aggressive and playing better. Just as a general <laughs> observation. Honestly, I thought Brian Branch was kind of pretty standout today. Like that one where he nearly picked it, just like playing the hip pocket on that route. Yep. Uh, that was a stellar defensive play. That dude is so remarkable as like, he can play like just, he might be our best cornerback after Cam Sutton. I think that's might may not even be a bold statement. He's just so clingy in coverage. Uh, Yeah. So smart about everything. Yeah. So, uh, but Dan Campbell, 12 tackles today. Uh, Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell at 12 he tackles? I said Dan Campbell. Campbell. He was I too said fast. Jack Campbell. That sounded like Dan. Sounded like Dan. I mean, dude. Well, let's it check wasn't. the tape. <laughs> what is that commercial where they yeah, the flag? You know, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Review. <laughs> um, anyways, Jack Campbell, 12, 12 tackles, a sack. Um, great game for him. Good Very things good. looking up there. Uh, and Anzalone, nine tackles, too. So 21 tackles from the two lead linebackers Derek Barnes also so to our line when our linebackers are making tackles that's a good thing like that's yes. a good thing with a box score and Campbell by the way has just been getting better every game it seems yep. like he's just coming on man I'm telling you this kid is gonna be something so. yeah we did our we did good on our preview because I I picked Amon Ra for my roar of the week I think uh I, I picked you, Campbell you you picked Campbell who had a nice game <laughs> and uh Z, you picked Khalif Raymond, who had his one of his best games of the year. Yeah, he and had I picked Goff. Game. Yeah, and Goff wow. had a great game yeah. too. Yeah, so people wow. should really listen to this podcast. I know, really should our we're awesome. We know our stuff. <laughs> we know our stuff. <laughs> um, we know our Lions anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess you're. I mean, the way the Lions are playing, yeah, they're. they're so the way the Lions started the season was not to give up the explosive play, but then they weren't generating turnovers. Now they've completely reversed their defense terms. It's more attack, more aggressive, but at the same time, they're giving up bigger plays in, in certain moments. Like for a great example is last week against the Cowboys, they blitz uh, and Derek Barnes is right there to make the play, except he just runs by him, which we don't understand. Uh, but then as a result of him, not even like disrupting the play, that leave this that left the safety in one on one coverage against arguably the best receiver right now in the NFL, CD Lamb, <laughs> and yeah. they were screwed. So yeah. that could have changed that whole game right there. Man. That's just part of the, the right what, yeah. I mean, less noticeable, but basically the same thing happened to Vildor on that touchdown against Jefferson. I mean, yeah, uh, in, in this game, it, I mean, it just wasn't as like uh, close to actually hitting with the safety this time. <laughs> it was a big blitz that just left him wide open by himself. Right in a really almost impossible win situation against a guy like that. I'll tell you that Mullins has a big arm though. I got to give him some credit. You know, he's, he's a gunslinger, uh, sort of a yes. poor man's Brett Favre kind of guy, you know, <laughs> he's, he slings it, man. He, he, He's got a good arm, so I don't yeah. know. That's like the same college too. That's like the really poor, like living in an alley kind of Brett Favre. I mean, there's <laughs> I would compare those two out of the dumpster, Brett Favre. Yeah, you can like, see yeah. why Mullins has stuck around the NFL for a while, even though he hasn't gotten too much play time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like for instance, like you saw Jaron Hall for the Vikings last week, their rookie fifth rounder, and then him it was like night and day difference. Um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, the the Vikings 
good good riddance. Good no terrible season for them. Yeah, but, screw those guys. I'm still salty about what he did to Amon Ra today, that that big goon. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. He should be suspended for at least a game next year. That's bullshit. Yeah, that was dirty. That, there's no place for that kind of crap. No. And it's caught red-handed on film. He should not get away with that. I don't think he will. We'll see no. what happens, but I don't think he will. He, he, uh, yeah, I'll be curious if he gets a suspension. Um at least yeah. a hefty fine. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the, the so the Lions finished twelve and five. The the Packers make the playoffs too today. Um, that was that was interesting. But it, there was a lot of you know right there at the end. It was like, are the Lions going to play the Packers? Rams? Know, right right the Rams. The the Rams score with like four minutes left to take the lead and get the two point yeah. conversion. Actually, <laughs> they could have tied it and like on overtime. They just wanted to see the result. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I think the Rams would be a more fun matchup, actually. So yeah, I actually like that match better. Like playing a division opponent a third time, they know you the best. Yeah, um, yeah. like we wouldn't I see them now till the NFC Championship. Green Bay is the lesser team, I think. You know, if you care about that in this matchup, I mean, honestly, once you're in the playoffs, it's all bets are off. Like it doesn't matter who you play; you got to beat the best teams sure. to win it all anyway. Right. But uh, uh, I mean, it's hard to beat this narrative. It's just. It's hard to beat the Stafford coming back to Chicago, the trade, like the symmetry of it all. It's like poetry. It kind of rhymes. You know, this is a great matchup. It's very exciting. That's why the NFL scripted it. Right. And and I think that's why the NFL uh, put this (laughs) game in primetime on uh, Sunday night. Uh, Yeah. Hey. Well, one quick thing about the Rams, you know, Kid J, our producer Kid J is a big Rams fan. Normally he's really quiet and kind and everything, but we're getting ready to go on the podcast. His chest is puffed out. He's talking shit about yeah, the Lions, he's talking you know? shit and swearing like, and stuff. Whoa! And like, yeah, like, man. Yeah. Well, he's my twin brother. He got dropped on his head as a child. <laughs> so um, we'll have to bring him into the den this week so he can face the oh, yeah. oh Lions. don't worry. So I mean, we can already. You know, we can already uh, tease, see if we can line them up. Our producer Kid J will will be in the den later this week. It's been a long time coming on that one. Uh, I think we, I can't remember if we had Kid J in the den the last time Lions play the Rams. That was the first year Dan Campbell's era. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but this one is big, big. Yeah. It, either way, uh, yeah, th- this is massive. Uh, Thanks, one. It, it's just crazy. The first home game in Ford Field's history. First home game in Detroit in 30 years and for the playoffs. And uh, Stafford's the one that's come back. That crowd gonna be, is going to be crazy. My initial thought is that he's going to be oh, too distracted man. being back in Detroit. Um, like something's going to pop up in his head like in the middle of a play or something like that, that like an old memory or something like that. And it's just going to distract <laughs> him ever so little. And it's just going to throw off the timing a little bit on some of these throws. Uh, that's my initial thought. Maybe Stafford <laughs> will have a like a relapse, thinking he was he was still a lion, and he'll throw to the wrong yeah. team. You know, <laughs> I like that yeah, one. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little the surreal silk. for him. This will be the first time he's back in Detroit, playing there in a place he played for for so long, and yet the crowd will be hostile to him this time. <laughs> That's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a yeah. little interesting to see how he. Fe- I think he's going to have. I think he's going to be a little bit in his feels. I think it's going to be hard for him to. I'm with Z to some extent. Like I think it's going to be hard for him to just fully compartmentalize. He's going to see what he lost, what he left and misses out on. You know, he's not going to be the guy to take us there, and we're going to go right through him to get it. <laughs> wow. 
Well, I think he'll beat him, but I don't. I'm. I think Stafford personally. I think he's a really good quarterback. Yeah, I think I he'll, do be, too. he'll be ready to play. I know. Like, well, what, I, oh. what we should do, you know, they yeah, switched whatever. the numbering system this year in the NFL with yeah. players. I don't know if you could do this, but maybe have one of our our defenders wear the Calvin Johnson, uh, you know, like, <laughs> number, and then he'll be yeah. like, "Oh shit, he's open." That would be fun. Yeah, really lean into Zach's hallucinations. Hey, we'll have all the defenders wear 81. Yeah. (laughs) All of them. Yeah. I'll just show to one of them. One of them will be open. Well, that would be fantastic if possible. (laughs) Oh, man. You never know. It seems likely to me, honestly. Uh, I mean, what a. I mean, yeah, this is a great. This is a great match. I mean, the, the Rams team got off to a horrible start. This or they got off to, I think, a good start. Then they were horrible, but then they turned around. Uh, and Stafford's health had a lot to do with that. But um, and Kyron Williams are running back. But we can talk about them later. Uh, this more so Sam Laporta and Khalif Raymond. Yeah, injured. It's tough. Yeah, that's that's a tough beat. There's like you know some people out there saying like they should have played. Uh, um. Uh, well, Connor's on here, but he's, he's, he's calling the game meaningless in our chat. But I mean, they're going for a two seed. Like this is yeah. an important game. It wasn't. We me. should yeah. just wave the white flag upon arrival and not play it and risk our boo boos. No, it's football. You could get injured in practice, and you had something to play for. I don't it's care. There was one. this game was far from meaningless. And meaningless, it's like a win in the NFL is rarely truly meaningless. There was so much we knocked a division rival out of the playoff hunt. You know, we put pressure on the late games to know that we're still coming. And like people see what we did today. We went out there and put together a discipline, you know, just we executed today like a really good team does. And I see nothing. I mean, the injuries suck, but they can happen anytime. That's the sport. And this team has the talent and the attitude to just keep plowing forward and as good a chance as anybody in this tournament. Yes. Yeah. So, run it all. yeah. And so Laporte has like a hyperextended knee and like a bone bruise, which is a, a very similar to what Kelsey had. I guess uh, at the, like, the very beginning of the season, uh, where oh, he ended yeah. up not playing against the Lions, I guess the very very similar type injury, he had, and he ended up not playing. Uh, but that was I the game that like, we got an asterisk it's gone, uh, Yeah, yeah, you right. 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 Uh, put an asterisk <laughs> on it. Yeah. Wait, what? I put no <laughs> asterisk signing win. Mm, yeah, I didn't. I didn't I'm Slander. This is the second time this episode we got to throw the challenge flag down. And go <laughs> yeah, back. yeah, right. I think so. Um. But, but uh, that, that, that's tough. And if, if he's not available, which it seems like it's very likely he will not be available for this game. Yeah. Uh, at least there's a chance he can return like later in the playoffs. There's have you, have, have any of you guys ever game, done that? I before? bet he plays. Uh, there is a chance. It's just very slim yeah. at the moment. I ain't rolling them out until it's done. I have not done well, that look. before to my knee, but it's. I have. Maybe not painful. to the extent he did. And. It was a yeah. scary, very scary thing when I did it. Yeah, he's and, lucky he's uh, not a torn ACL or anything, like some long-term I know, injury. I uh, know. But he walked off the field. He looked decent walking off the field, so that was encouraging to me. So yeah. hopefully, you know, if it is kind of a bruise thing, kind of a hyper, you know, he, maybe we'll have him for the blue. I don't know. You know, It might be like the it, kind of thing where pain is just something you can tough out. Yeah, and UJ's day, they just tape them up, give them a shot or something, and send them back out there. Hey, like you know? my dad used to say, rub a little dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, like... 
The human body's um, a wonderful thing. It heals easily, mends easily. And, well, I don't and, think there's any doubts he's going to do whatever he can to get on the field. And, yeah. you know, like, that's the thing. Like, you compare it to the Kelsey injury. I think there was even question that day he might still play. Like, but like right. you know, there's yeah, a difference there between opening week and week one of the playoffs in terms of motivation. So, <laughs> you're right. If he can, he will. Let's see, <laughs> let me ask you a question real quick. Uh, I mean, with, with if Laporta can't play, there's talk of signing Zach Ertz, or, uh, right. or are we just going to rely on our own guys that are in there now? Or I'm or excited what? to see what. Well, Mitch I think we need do. a third tight end. Um, I don't know if Wright is ready to come back yet. Yeah, he's been on the injury list forever. He would never went on the IR. I'm not sure what's going on with him. Uh, yeah. That means I they must be ex- expecting him. If he's still on the roster and he's not on IR, then they must have some expectation of his return. Well, the big I the mean, big reason uh, Ertz makes sense for the Lions in a way, I mean, is that the tight ends coach for the Lions was a tight ends coach in Arizona when Ertz was there. Right. Um, so they have that connection, but having said that, it's a brand new player coming in <laughs> into the playoffs, uh, and the Lions run a, a kind of a complex offense. That's some, at least from an outsider looking in, it seems like something that's not easily picked up in a week necessarily. Uh, yeah, and I wouldn't it's the way signing... Brad Holmes runs everything. I wouldn't be surprised if he's already got some other guy in mind that we haven't thought about and then I'm they bring sure. him in. Well, well I have an analogy well, for you. It's like that movie that thing you do, you know, when they went on the Ed Sullivan show, the band, and then their bass player didn't show up because he was out doing push ups with the army guys. And then uh they brought in this bass player called Wolfman or something. And then uh he goes, No offense, uh, but I don't think you know our stuff. And he just like I think I could play a junior. He goes, Okay. So as Zerts comes in, I think he can do it. That's all I'm saying. He's a professional. He's been around. Why is Ertz available right now? Uh, he was released just to maybe hop onto a playoff roster. Like, that's what they do with some better. Like, Delvin Cook, for instance, was released from the Jets. Oh, oh okay. Raven. Yeah. Well, so. the only thing I don't necessarily like about the Ertz, or really any move, would mean it would, it would probably mean the end for Laporta. Like, you're going to have, like, we're, we were shaping off our roster for the playoffs already. I mean, uh, and if you cut, bring someone new on, you got to push someone out, which kind of sucks. And that well, could be, would likely be Laporta. No. If he's uh, the injured no. one. Can I just throw a name that I haven't even heard anybody bring, but like the Lions have a tight end on their practice squad right now, Anthony Ferkser. Uh, yeah. So I, oh, Anthony I would maybe, I would imagine maybe they, they promote him as well. That's a possibility. So, I don't know. Mitchell yeah. showed some nice signs today. Like, I, well, I he'll be active. Yeah, he's going to be there. We're talking about another tight end. Right. Hey, no, I'm, third. I'm just saying, like, in terms of like maybe replacing a lot of Laporta's production, like, he is that receiver type. I would be really intrigued to see what he's been waiting in the wings to do. Can we just, before we uh, uh, get off Laporta, just the end of his regular season? What a hell of a regular season, though, for our rookie Stellar. tight end, man. Record. He's, Records. He had the records. He broke the record. What is he like? Eight hundred receptions. Eighty-nine yards. Eighty-six catches. Eight hundred eighty-nine yards and ten touchdowns. Yeah. So like rookie tight end, it's incredible. So you know, but 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 no one's even talking about the the thing we're gonna miss about his blocking is stellar. Man, he's a really good blocker. Really good blocker. I mean, and that's gonna that's a big thing. That's gonna hurt us. Ooh, actually, I just reminds you. Did you see that play where him and Mitchell were both blocking out on the perimeter on that screen for uh, St. Brown? Uh, 
they led block of the and like just both of them locked down on a defensive back. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking really about. Really yeah. yeah. and you split them. That was sick. That yeah. was good. But I think our I think our receivers uh, coaches and uh, tight end coaches they they teach these guys how to block because all they all seem to be willing blockers on our team. Yes, Jamo's like stood out as a blocker. Oh, absolutely catching balls and well, it's two things: it's the coaching, but also the Lions draft to bring it to the building. Like, yeah, needed to be like Jamo said his favorite position wasn't wide receiver uh, in the draft process. They said it was Gunner uh, in the. Post. Oh yeah, I remember that. So, <laughs> Yeah, um, those are the type funny. of guys the Lions Brady. are going out there looking for. Uh, guys yeah. are going to give 100% effort, buy into the team concept, etc. Um, so, but uh, yeah, and and then the other injury, uh, it it's undetermined. Have we seen any more news about it? I haven't really been able to find Khalif Raymond. Um, oh yeah, that one looked bad. It's a tough injury. It was ankle, right? His ankle yeah, they injury. said they said ankle. Yeah, he said he yeah. said him and uh, uh, Laporta are kind Laporta. of the same boat in terms of like it's not as bad as it looked, but also they don't know how long they'll be out type right. thing. So I guess that's good in a way. Uh, I mean, you, we we miss Khalif probably on like some of the deep routes, uh, gadget plays, but also his punt returning is uh, elite uh, and a sure handedness back there. Did I mention yeah. it earlier in this pod or right before the pod where? Uh, I can't remember like about just about how important like in all these games, uh, even like the biggest games of the year, we see these muff punt after muff punt, and it just could turn the game, especially in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. To have the guy that's sure-handed back there is immensely important. Oh yeah, not sure. to mention how aggressive he is and makes stuff happen. But he was a weapon today, man. Oh he was yeah, playing great as a punt returner. Like, oh that, my god, so good. Start to start the game for, to, on a forty-five yard punt return. That was stellar. You know, yeah, we earlier just we early just discussed how you'd replace Laporta, but how who replaces Khalif Raymond in this on the in offense? This team? James I mean, Jamo wasn't out there today. But no pun return. I would imagine like Amon Ra goes back there. I guess Craig, yeah. Peoples Jones can do it. He's done it before. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. That's Peoples a good point. Jones. Good point. Reynolds. I don't know. There's Reynolds. a couple guys. You got a uh, uh, what's his name Green too on offense to who hasn't really gotten a ton of chances. Uh, yeah, possibility, I suppose. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully they, both are healthy. Uh, I would say immensely important. Yeah, pieces to our offense. The most important pieces are offensive line. So as uh, I'm at least happy going into playoffs that they are fully healthy, barring any injury during the practice week. Yeah, I will um, say this. You and St. Brown, I think, is also worthy of note in one of those essentials. Like, as long as we still got St. Brown, this offense has a chance. <laughs> like yeah. with golf, is golf oh like that's that he is like my god, that 75 yard touchdown today. Exciting, was, right? You're a dog. Exciting. Play? I was like falling asleep. I couldn't like keep my head up. It was so boringly awesome. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> like that dude. I, I said in the chat, like Amon Ra is as good as any receiver in the NFL. Absolutely. Like I, I he's one of the best. He's up there with all of them. He is so he, damn good. And he knows he was stiffed for that Pro Bowl uh bid, you know, and 
you know, I, I know there's a lot of good receivers out there. there. There's there's several really, really top-notch receivers out there. So maybe it's a numbers game why he didn't get picked. Or maybe because he's a slot guy and not a, you know, whatever. But he's just too boring. Damn it, he deserved it. He deserved it so much, and he didn't get it. So that's just more fuel for him, I guess. <laughs> he should yeah. get an all-pro nod for sure. Absolutely. But, uh, Definitely. It, that, that'll be a tough that'll be a tough battle because uh, there's, like, a lot. I mean, Tyree Kill is going for two thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's short. Uh, Lamb. Ceedee Lamb is ridiculous. Another. He had fourteen catches again today. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so I mean, just ludicrous. What is that? Like twenty-eight catches in two weeks? That's outrageous. Um, it is pretty outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, we had, I think if we had <laughs> a, a lesser run game, like I think if we didn't have such a good run game. Ramon Ra would put up more numbers like these other guys, like 200 yard games. If like he actually had to be leaned on more, like we have a balanced offense, and that I, I think that cuts like the the Cowboys, all these guys, they end up leaning on these star receivers. I feel a bit more than we do. Not that's not to say we don't. <laughs> Clearly, I know. Yeah, Ramon Ra gets over 100 yards game. a game. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm just saying, he. I think he'd put up even bigger numbers if he was the guy that had to do it. Yeah. Right. Well, well, this is uh I mean, we can we can quickly kind of preview the the matchup here. Uh, we don't have to spend too long on it right now. We'll get more in detail later, but I mean, this is a Rams team. Obviously, they're known for their offense with uh Stafford, uh Cup, Puka Nakua who just set the rookie record for receptions and yards today. Uh you know, he's had a hell of a season. It's, it's crazy. Fifth rounder out of BYU. <laughs> crazy. Who did not that run as well. 40 at all. And uh, a pro bowler over uh, our own Amon Ra. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, and, and yeah, what do you, ca- yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, what do you guys think of that time slot? Uh, Sunday night. I, I like that. The, the <laughs> great. Awesome. I mean, that's great for the Lions. The way they played in prime time this year. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal time slot. Couldn't ask for anything. I better. love it. And <laughs> UJ and Z, you guys are going to the game. Connor. Yeah. You're going to be there. So, a lot of social media content. That's what that means on Instagram and drinking the Kool Aid, Twitter <laughs> slash Action Drinking Lions. Just throw it out. I can't wait, man. That's and it so gives it, and it gives uh, you know Laporta seven hours longer to heal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> uh, yeah, is dead, right? We couldn't bring Mister Miyagi in to like fix yeah, the, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, this yeah. is this is great, and uh, of course on defense you got Aaron Donald. Um. Yeah, he's getting old. So, uh, and, and but I mean, the Rams are one of the youngest teams in the NFL right now, too. Uh, them and the Packers. It's actually uh, that's crazy to think about, isn't it? I mean, pa- what are we three, four, something like that? What We're up there too? Three, four. Young, as far as youngest teams. Yeah, out of the, I'm not sure where to search that in the immediate. Uh, I know the Packers are the fifth youngest ever in playoff history, roster wise, to get yeah. into the playoffs. Um, but as far as the Lions and the Rams, where they both rank, yeah, uh, I know the Lions are up there, though. You're right, yeah, they were up there, yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, just the way the Lions rookies uh have contributed this year is incredible. Uh, here we go, I think, find it here, ranking NFL teams by age after 53 man roster. 
Packers are the youngest. Ren Rams at two. Lions are eleventh. Coming in, this is coming 11th. into the season. Wow, that's that surprised me a little bit. Uh, hey, uh, I got to get off. I just want to let you guys know that I'm super excited about this Rams game coming up, and I think we're gonna roll them. So. Uh, go Lions, baby, and uh, I'll catch you gents later. All right, Rudd Dog. Peace out, man. Hey, Rudd Dog. Um, yeah, but I mean, this is a great, uh, great storyline. Obviously, Stafford coming back to Detroit, but also everything involved with the trade. Jared Goff going against McVay in the playoffs is also a great revenge kind of oh, game yeah. for him, too. Uh, I mean, it's not just all about Stafford, this is, this is arguably just as more of. <laughs> About Goff uh, going against McVeigh, too. yeah, and, and uh, they traded him away just to get rid of his contract. They didn't believe in him. I mean, McVeigh did everything he could kind of to kind of get rid of him and disparage him in the in the process. Yeah, uh, he he did not he did not have any like encouraging things to say about Goff on the way out. Let's nope. just say that he, he no. didn't say too much, but he also didn't say well anything <laughs> positive. And he traded him without even telling Goff, you know, right? Like, even though they've been working together. I thought what was interesting yeah. about Goff though yeah, is right. he. Uh, McVeigh was not going to give an exit interview or anything like that, and Goff demanded one, and and got to sit down with him. Like, and I don't know what was said in that exit interview, but Goff demanded the exit interview. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. And, and I thought that was interesting uh, about Goff's personality. I mean, uh, it says a lot about him. I think definitely. Yeah. This is this ah, it's gonna be sweet to see the Lions win. Uh, oh yeah, man. Especially oh, against oh, oh. the likes of like McVeigh. And such because I think McVay's a little smug. I think he's a little cocky. Um, uh, I think he thinks he's like the smartest coach in the NFL on offense. I think he drinks his own, you know, the media Kool-Aid on him. And I, I can't wait for the Lions to completely <laughs> bring him down a peg. <laughs> I th- I think he is a good coach myself, even though he's just kind well, of obviously annoying. he's a good coach. I think he's a good but, coach, uh, but but I think he's gonna be outmatched this week. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Lions defense is going to play a, a hugely important role. I mean, Stafford, we know he can take his risks, though, at times. Uh, and the Lions got to take full advantage of that. And uh, this is an okay offensive line for the Rams. It's not a, it's not a elite one by any means. Uh, so hopefully the Lions can continue to be aggressive, rack up the sacks, or rack up the pressure for Stafford and some and just, uh, uneasy yeah. throws. This is a Rams team that likes to get rid of the ball quick, though, uh, if they can. Uh, like Especially the likes of Cup and Nakua. So yeah, well he'll try know, that no like look side arm stuff against Hutch, and he's <laughs> gonna just pick that off. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's <laughs> definitely. Hey, Hutch, Hutch had a great game today, by the way. Yeah. Yes. How do we go this long without talking about Hutch? He's just heating up at the end of the season. I mean, he's had a great season overall, but really. So what do you wind up with? Ten and a half sacks or something like that for the season? Eleven, maybe. I don't. He had two today, right? I think you're right. Well, yeah, the, two today. Yeah. Three last week. Five in the last two weeks. I mean. And not only just the sacks. I mean, he was disruptive and making great tackles on the run game. And he was, man, that guy's, he's a beast, man. Oh, yeah. He's a beast. And one of those long completions the Vikings got, he clobbered uh, Mullins. Oh, yeah. He he just crushed him. He's so much better than Micah Parsons. He's so much better. Yeah, right? See? (laughs) (laughs) So much better. Uh, no, you're in the the positive vibes here. (laughs) I still think Parsons is really good. Uh, he's okay. (laughs) Anyways, a nine and a half on the year for Hutch, so just below 10, unfortunately. No, he's Uh, over 10, right? He didn't get over 10, two plus three and a half, four and a half, five and a half, 
Six and a half. I thought he got over I know. Two. This is that's weird. Sorry, the thing on ESPN is just not updated properly. It's eleven and a half on here. Eleven and a half. Yeah. They, they, for some reason they have the numbers there, but they're not summing correctly. Okay. <laughs> they didn't include today's for whatever reason. Well, yes, yeah, eleven and a half. There's nice. a reason he's a pro bowler. He's a stud, man. That dude is good. Oh yeah. And the spin move again worked today. Again, yeah. Uh yeah. I know. I know he 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 shines under the bright lights too, man. Which is it'll be nice to have a night game for this playoff game. I love that it's a night game. I love it. We just been we've so been rock and rolling in the in the primetime games. That four field is going to be so. Oh my god! It, it's going to be. I, I don't even know how the players are going to be able to hear a play call coming in. To be honest <laughs> with you, um, the Rams going to be great. Ready, they better crank up their stadium volume to the loudest possible decibel because. Or, or learn how to play like if they're a deaf person or something like that because it's going to be <laughs> so loud in there when the Lions are on defense this week. The energy is going to be like nothing we've ever seen in Ford Field's history. Uh, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be oh, incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I want we'll more to talk about later this week in regards to this game. Oh, man. You know, this is going to be what if this is going to be a fun, fun week. Leading into a hell of a game. Uh, so the Lions right now opened as three and a half, four point favorites for this game. Uh, I think it's three and a half now, actually. It opened at four and went to three and a half. That's uh, probably about right. So if, if anybody's curious about that at the very least. But again, this game is at 815 Eastern, 715 Central next Sunday. That's January 14th. Uh, and, you know, Martin Luther King Jr.'s day is next day, too. So yeah, it's perfect game. Enjoy their night and then get, you know, not go to work the next day. So I think he was a Lions fan too. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he was. Definitely, definitely. Probably. Everybody's a Lions fan in their heart. They just need to find it sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a lot of the country's going to be rooting for uh, Detroit here too in this game. That's my belief, at least. Yeah. I don't think outside of a very small community many people care about the rams at all like uh yeah i and think one, and one of them produces the show unfortunately <laughs> yeah but, uh, yeah right right i think kelly stafford is going to be rooting for the lions too Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah she wants to go on like family vacation she wants the season to be over with <laughs> yeah right yeah well, anyway. they'll leave the one kid home with the nanny but i don't talk about that well, anyway, whatever <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so this is gonna be fantastic we're gonna have a you know a oh, major yeah. preview episode coming later this week that should be a lot of fun and of course as i teased earlier we'll have our producer kid jay enter the lines then whether he likes it or not i didn't even ask him if he's okay with it uh, uh but it doesn't matter he's he's, we're gonna do it so um uh sideline report.com thank you for supporting the podcast uh thank you to uh you know our our Thank you to, you know, or sorry, social media, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid, Twitter slash X at Drinking Lions. Obviously, we're recording this live on YouTube. That's at or uh, at DTBK or just type in Drinking Blue Kool-Aid. Subscribe to the channel on there so you get access to the live streams that we have. You get alerted uh, and hop on, give your thoughts about uh, the game. Um, also, our email, if you have any thoughts about, you know, the Lions in general, uh, or any message you want to send or any questions, that's drinking the blue Kool-Aid at gmail.com. Um, and then of course we want to thank, you know, our aforementioned producer, 
Thank you for crushing it. Even though you are a Rams fan, we're gonna have to really listen to the episode to make sure you didn't, you know, you know, put some wonky thing in there, distort our opinions and pro Rams favor. Uh, also, maybe like we should go kid J, kid J, kid J, the Rams suck or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the very, uh... All right. I like it. Anyways, <laughs> um, thank you everybody for tuning in. If you tune on YouTube tonight, we greatly appreciate that as well. Um, we love you. Steven Mackey just commented, speaking of Calvin Johnson, why wasn't our challenge successful when that Viking didn't complete the process? Well, I mean, that, that's yes. part of the, uh, great question. Uh, part, you know, this is Dan Campbell challenging. It hasn't worked out well for him. I, I actually agree with you. I, I wasn't quite certain why, especially if you saw later in the day. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Packers game. There was a play where the guy like bobbled the ball, looked like it's like control, but then his foot hit out of bounds. Like that didn't. But they overturned that one. I just don't. I just. Yeah. I, I didn't. I don't really understand it. To be quite I thought I the ball it. moved when he hit the ground. So. Yeah, I have a theory though, uh, Z. That you know, you know, like in the Dallas game, they spent the whole game setting up that one play to win the game at the end, right? Like you know, skipper reporting and all that stuff. Yeah, Campbell is purposely throwing the red flags and plays he's going to lose, you know, <laughs> all year long because when he gets to the playoffs, he's going to throw them at the right time and he's going to he's going to win games because of it. Well, one would uh, certainly hope you're right, UJ. He's playing the long game. He's playing 4D chess. But in the past, he's had like really dumb challenges. This was actually like a legitimate one, I feel. <laughs> so I, I could not get too upset with it. I think there's one in like the Bears game, right? Where like, like what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Clearly, I catch. That made no sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not a good challenger. Let's, let's face it. Uh, whoever's job it is to tell him and still has that job, like, kudos to that guy. He must like get a, just be like longtime buddies or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. Anyways, we're gonna yeah. wrap it up here. Okay. We'll be back later this week. Thank everybody for listening. Um, we greatly appreciate you listening throughout this entire regular season. Now is the fun part. Now, this is what we've been waiting for all year. Lions are getting into playoffs. Stack going into Detroit. Golf going against McVay. Revenge game. Can't wait. This is gonna be a hell of a week. So thank you everybody for listening. And last but not least, as always, go go. Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go. Go. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.